hello, hello. Happy Sunday, August 30th. You're listening to the Cards of the Day podcast with me, Katie the Card Lady. And today is a Nine of Hearts day. A day of revolutions in love. A day of transforming our emotions. Letting go of emotional patterns that no longer serve us. Letting go of feelings that are holding us down so that we can make space for new feelings that will lift us up. But this isn't always an easy process. Generally, the feelings that we feel are built up patterns of feelings. Feelings that we have felt for a very, very long time. But if we are to continue progressing in this life, we cannot remain stagnant. Madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So if we want to grow emotionally, we've got to let go emotionally. If we want to grow emotionally, we've got to let go emotionally. And that is what the Nine of Hearts is all about. Today we're also under the Mercury card of the Nine of Hearts, which is the Seven of Clubs, since we're in Virgo, which is ruled by Mercury. And the Seven of Clubs is Robin Williams' card. The Seven is luck and temptation and fun and cool. And the Clubs are the realm of the mind and our ideas, our words, our jokes. Seven of Clubs is the witty mind the clever joker, <laughs> the uh, witty and hilarious mind that sees things in a whole different kind of way, in a way where we're taking our mentalities and we're making it more spiritual. So remember, the point of the seven is to elevate above temptation. And it's interesting that we have a seven of clubs today because yesterday we had a seven of spades and the day before that we had a seven of diamonds. So we've got a lot, a lot of odd numbers coming up, a lot of sevens coming up. And this is a lot of spirituality. Last week we had four nines days in a row. And seven and nine are the most spiritual numbers. So the fact that we had nine days last week, four of them in a row, and a bunch of sevens days in a row this week. Let's see, will tomorrow be? Tomorrow will be an eight of hearts plus the six of clubs. So tomorrow will be the ace of diamonds and no more sevens. That's good. But not necessarily good or bad. Nothing is ever really good or bad, right? The spirituality of the sevens and nines is bombastic if we accept it for what it is and use it for the spirituality that it brings us. Um, But nine is also the number of disappointment and seven is also the number of temptation. And so those have negative sides to their spirituality because they are so hard. And I did a little mini-sode once. I think the only time I've broken from the normal pattern of this 
card cast so far in the last month and a half that I've been doing it was to do a little mini-sode about the spirituality of sevens and nines because I kind of had a revelation about why they are the most spiritual cards because I've always known them to be the most spiritual card. Um, the few people in the world who study the cards all agree that seven and nine are the most spiritual numbers, but I guess I have my own personal revelation about why that is and it's because the lessons that they teach are the hardest Seven is the number of temptation, like addiction, like, you know, trying to get yourself to go on a run when you just can't, trying to get yourself to stop eating chocolate ice cream to whenever you want to just down a pint of it. What are the things where you lose your willpower, where you lose to temptation? Is it with partners and pursuing the opposite sex? How are you tempted or, or maybe the same sex, depending on your sexuality, but are you tempted by partnership? Um, how else do you experience temptation in your life? And isn't that hard? It's, it's one of the hardest things ever. So I believe that's why seven is one of the most spiritual numbers. And then nine accordingly is about detachment and about really, truly letting go of things, which is also very hard really letting go, really detaching. I talked a lot about detachment yesterday. So today when we have both a nine and a seven, what we're trying to elevate is our mind, elevating over the temptation of the mind. I said this was Robin Williams card because he's clever and witty and fun. He's the seven of clubs, but and I think actually he was the Cancer Seven of Clubs. So I think he is actually also the Nine of Hearts. I believe today is both of his cards. Um, and so that means that while Seven is the luck and the coolness and the fun of the clever mind, it also represents the temptation to give in to our negative mental patterns. And Robin Williams, unfortunately, at the end of his life, lost his life, ended his life because of the mental situation that he was in. Um, and if you do some research on it, basically, he um, had some sort of disease that was infusing his mind with all of these little things that weren't really his mind. I looked this up quite a while ago, and I'm sorry, I'm not... Um, being more precise about exactly what it was, but it really seemed like his mind was starting to get taken up by energy that was just like not his own. It was starting to be clouded. And I feel intuitively that he was losing touch with himself, with his um, hilarity, with his fun, with who Robin Williams was. And, and imagine being such a masterful and amazing person and then you know, losing your mind at the end of your life. Yeah, that would not be fun. Such a masterful mind to lose it. Such a witty, fun, clever mind. Expansive as all get out, making the whole world laugh. And to be losing your ability to do that. And I know he battled with, you know, other things too. Um, and that's really what the Seven of Clubs is all about. And, and Robin Williams should be a perfect example of that for us of both sides of that equation the high side of the seven of clubs just making everybody laugh 
running circles around everybody mentally and really elevating our mentalities and our psychologies to other levels by the way that Robin Williams made us laugh. He made us care about different things in life, right? It, just look at life in a whole new way. Look at life as if it's fun, as if it's cool. You can find pictures of him miming in, I think, Central Park, but maybe it's Golden Gate Park, uh, when he was young. You can literally type in Robin Williams' mime, and you'll find him when he was super young, miming in the park. And He taught us to live a life of fun. He still does when we watch his movies. But unfortunately, he lost a battle to his own mind. He was ultimately tempted by the forces that allowed him to be such an incredible performer and actor and comedian for us all. And that's sad. And that's what the forces of these cards, this card is. That is what the force of this card is. These are what the forces of this card are. So that kind of leads well into what the nine of hearts of today also represents um the nine of hearts this is the spirituality of the detachment from our emotions and revolutionizing our emotional selves which requires letting go of our emotional selves that no longer serve us again not an easy task the nine of hearts is actually called I call it um, the tragedy card because it really represents loss of love. Nine is always the disappointment before the triumph of ten. Nine is where you have to slay the dragon before you get the princess at ten, right? So doing that in the realm of love the hearts are the first suit. They're the babies. So the nine of hearts is the first card to really experience true loss and true tragedy. And that disappointment that the nine represents is now experienced in the realm of the heart, in the realm of emotion. This is heartbreak. This is losing loved ones. This is catastrophe. I think the other day I may have gone through, no, I think I was doing a reading for someone and talking about how the nine of hearts has come up in my family so much. Um, and I would like to share that with you today, though it is a bit personal and I apologize for that. Um, but I would like for y'all to understand the immensity of how much tragedy tends to follow this card around. So today is my late Aunt Leslie's birthday. And she passed away much too young, relatively suddenly, um, from kind of a pneumonia-based um, attack on her body that was really tragic and much too soon and happened really fast. My other aunt, Sandy, was also a nine of hearts. And it was very interesting because my aunt Leslie, who I just spoke of, her younger brother, Tom, then married my aunt Sandy. So we find this a lot where brothers or sisters will marry the card of their sister or brother because they are 
yearning for that energy. And actually, um, my late aunt Leslie, her daughter found one of her daughters found the person with whom she makes the nine of hearts like her mom. She got married on a nine of hearts day. And then she also had a nine of hearts baby as her firstborn child. So she brought the energy of her mother to her through her relationship with her husband on the day she got married. She christened her marriage with that day with this card. And then she also had a baby who is the nine of hearts, James Brady. So we often find that people marry or are attracted to people who emanate the same energies and essences, albeit in different ways, as their family members. Men tend to go for women with whom they make the energies of their mom. Women do the same with their dad, if we're talking about heterosexuality. And it's just so interesting. I would love to look at your patterns of relationships with you and how you have brought your family members to you through your relationships. My ex-fiance, every single one of my familial, my immediate familial energies was represented through the relationships in his family. So me plus him equaled his mother. He plus his father equaled me. He plus his mother equaled my dad. His mother plus his grandma equaled my mother. So his maternal line was the same as my maternal line. And then he plus his brother and sister made my sister. So his sibling line was the same as my sibling line. And now this is all literally mathematical. I didn't know this for two and a half years after we'd been together or so. So it's literally all just math, y'all. It's undeniable to me. It's undeniable in general. And if we look closely enough at any family, we see threads and threads and threads of this stuff. I am looking forward to doing ancestry charts at some point and looking at how certain cards, energies flow through. I was just doing a reading for a friend where we could see the nine of hearts energy moving through generation after generation after generation. It's undeniable. <clears throat> so my aunt Sandy, who was also the nine of hearts, like my late aunt Leslie, my aunt Sandy also passed away and she also went downhill pretty young, got dementia that snowballed really quickly and she passed away very young quite young and so both of my late aunts on the same side of the family were this nine of hearts this tragedy card now the nine of hearts is very intricately linked with the seven of diamonds there are two pairs of cards that are intricately connected where they both of their karma cards are the same so you have two karma cards for each of your main cards. And you one of them is your good karma that is owed to you. And one of them is your negative, but I don't want to call it negative, but it's the energy that you owe. So some energy owes you and is hooking you up throughout this life. It's your Jiminy Cricket on your shoulder that is giving you the good vibes, helping you to get through this life. It is your blessings. And um, I think that being in touch with our soul card and understanding what our blessings are is like a huge part of understanding ourselves. So please reach out if I can tell you about your soul card. Um, and then we have the energy that we owe, that we really have to work on. This is the energy that's going to be challenging us a lot throughout our lives, that we have to serve. 
But when we serve this, when we jump over the hurdles that we're supposed to jump over, and when we serve this energy that we are being asked to serve in this incarnation, we create these opportunities for ourselves. And that's why I don't like to call it negative because anytime that you choose to conquer consciously and or unconsciously, you are just conquering the things that you are brought here to conquer. That is going to bring you power. That is going to bring you opportunity. That is going to bring you growth. So I call this the one that's blessing you is, is I call your blessing card. And then the one that's challenging you, your challenge or opportunity card, because while it's challenging you, it is giving you opportunities. So in most cases for almost every single card, the energy that owes you is different than the energy you owe. For instance, I am owed energy by the 10 of spades, the card of spiritual success, but I owe energy to the four of spades, which is the card of determination, which means I'm going to have to work really hard and be really determined in my life. And that is very true. And not only that, but I have to determine what it is that I want to be determined about. So it's up to each of us to look at what are our karma cards and how are those true for us? Because I can tell you what those are for you, but until you do the research within your mind and body and soul and heart to figure out what those how those manifest for you but I let me tell you it's not hard as soon as I start working with somebody about their karma cards they're easily able to say oh my god I've dealt with that my whole life or oh yeah I've always been really good at that and that helps us to kind of see these karmic patterns in a way where we can use them to the best of our abilities so I'm saying all this to say that the nine of hearts both of the karma cards both the energies that it is owed by and the energy that it owes are both the seven of diamonds. Conversely, the seven of diamonds is owed by the nine of hearts and owes the nine of hearts. Now this only happens with that pair of cards and another pair of cards, the ace of clubs and the two of hearts. And two of my friends are in a relationship with each other. One of them is the seven of diamonds with the nine of hearts karma cards. And the other of them is the ace of clubs with the two of hearts uh, cards. And then I actually know another couple who is those cards as well. So these cards, they have this specific fixed karma that really is attracted to each other and really has its own very familiar karmic patterns that work with it. And I'm bringing this up because this tragedy of the nine of hearts, both my aunts who are the nine of hearts that passed away young, so has this same tragedy followed my family members and friends who are the seven of diamonds who have the nine of hearts as their karma card. Because that nine of hearts, that tragedy is still a part of their lives. And maybe it's not in as um, fatal of a way. So let me tell you some stories about this. The seven of diamonds, my, um, my aunt on my father's side um, is a seven of diamonds. And she was in a very tragic car accident very early on in her life. And she had to relearn how to walk and relearn how to talk. And she's always just had a little bit of trouble because she was in such a tragic car accident from a young age. Tragedy, absolute tragedy. Her mother would absolutely say that it was one of the biggest tragedies of her life, of, of the mother's own life, as well as of the daughter's life. So then also my cousin on that same side, who is a seven of diamonds, as soon as she got married, her first husband passed away. He passed away of cancer and her young life, she was quite young at that point, but her young life was marked by tragedy as well. And as we look through the nine of hearts and the seven of diamonds in our life, we will not be able to deny the fact that tragedy 
follows them. It winds through families. It, it intertwines with generations. Where I am just got really loud, so I'm going to finish this up. When we add these two cards together today, the Seven of Clubs and the Nine of Hearts, we get the Three of Diamonds, which is the expander of value. So if we are able to revolutionize the way that we love and let go of the patterns that no longer serve us and to let go of tragedy because the point of tragedy is to teach us to let go and that we can still live on and be emotionally happy despite tragedy. If we can do that and we can also elevate our minds above the need to worry, worry, worry because the Seven of Clubs is also the card of worrying. But if we can elevate our minds to more spiritual levels and detach emotionally and use both of those energies of the Nine of Hearts and Seven of Clubs best of our abilities today, we create the Three of Diamonds, which is the expander of value. <sighs> and that means that we can expand value for ourselves. We can expand value for others. We can expand physical space. Happy birthday to my friend Sarah Watson. She is literally somebody who makes... Um, she travels all over the country and she makes more spaces for business. She organizes their warehouse to make more efficient use of their space. And she's literally the three of diamonds. It's her Dharma card, the value expander. So when I saw that it was her birthday this morning, I just got chills all over. I'm like, that is so funny because that's literally what she's doing in a physical sense, expanding the value of physical environments. So many different ways that you could do this today. Please reach out if I can help you in any way. I love you. I see you. I'm here for you. Thank you to all of those who love me and see me and are here for me. I, I yearn to always be able to reciprocate all of the love that you give me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on this earth. Thank you for doing what you do and being who you are and persevering in doing that. And please let me know if I can ever work with you or if you'd like to work with me. I love you. Have a great, great Sunday as we lead into September in just a couple days. Satnam. Namaste. Create your own luck today and every day. I'm coming down like a man losing grace. I'm coming down falling flat on my face. I'm coming down like a storm through the clouds to keep your arms wide open, baby. I'm coming down. I'm coming down. That's Coming Down by Anders Osborne. Love y'all. Have a great day.